Blog Talk Radio. Everybody here, everybody here, let's get into it, yeah. get stupid, get started. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. questions or comments, call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now, let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. It's May 1st, 2017. 
Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is the Rad Reality Show Network. Thanks for being here with us tonight for Manic Mondays with host Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. She has two guests joining her tonight to talk about Big Brother Canada 5. From Big Brother Canada 3, Godfrey Manguiza will be here. And from Big Brother Canada 1, Suzette Amaya will be here too. If you have a question, comment, or an opinion you'd like to share with Michelle, Godfrey, and Suzette, Call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. Now let's bring up Michelle and get Manic Mondays started. Hi Michelle, how are you? Hey Cherry Pie, hello everybody out there, Manic Monday Land. Happy May! It's the first of the month. Get up, wake up, get up. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Hey, all those April showers are going to bring May flowers, so I'm excited, Cherry, but not my allergies. But that's okay. You know, pros and cons of everything. Pros and cons. So we got so much to talk about today. So much cherry pie. I guess we may have our own little tea party, shall we? (laughs) Oh, cherry pie, cherry pie. We got a lot to talk about, okay? And I want to hear from you guys, whether it's in the chat room or call in. Um, we're going to be having the fabulous Suzette calling in, um, as usual, every week she sizes up Big Brother Canada 5, and boy, are we getting ourselves into a triple eviction week that I think that Kevin might do poopy in his pants if he hears that, because that was his demise. Uh, and also, um, we have Godfrey He'll be calling in in a little bit, Miss Cherry Pie, so can't wait to hear what his thoughts are. Uh, just to give everybody a countdown, uh, I'll be in Toronto hanging out with all of Big Brother Canada uh, in about 18 days. How exciting. So um, be prepared for that because I'm going to be preparing myself for an epic finale. Uh, just a few things I want to talk about first. Uh, number one, Cherry, how's your hockey team doing? How, how are how's St. Louis? Are they still in it? Well, we're still in it. Um, Nashville is up two to one on us right now. Oh boy! Come on, pull out a win, St. Louis. Let's do this. Um, oh, I just want to also say, Cherry Pie, I'm a new auntie. My best friend had a baby at 9.30 this morning. She's 8 pounds, 3 ounces, and her name is Layla. So I just want to welcome Layla into the world. She is such a cutie. I get to meet her tomorrow. So best wishes to Tammy and the Baker family. I'm excited. She has two boys, so it's going to be the first girl. Oh, we're just going to spoil her like rotten. Um. We're going to obviously talk about Big Brother Canada 5. Uh, Cherry, one thing that we haven't really talked about, we talked about a lot in the beginning of when it first started, was Stranded. Did you get to see the ending of Stranded? Did you keep up with it? Um, I did see most of it. Well... The finale was the other day, or the ending of it. Um, I want to know, did you happen to see the pooping in the water? Would you ever poop 
in somebody's water to no. get them sick? Is that the grossest no. thing? Like, what is wrong with people? I mean, did you really have to poop the, like poop in the water, like, and then tell that's them and so, be proud of it? That's just so wrong. That's so so wrong. I guess people will do anything for money. I guess, but I mean, that's just like. You know, you could, like, kill somebody. I mean, it's already bad enough you're out there in the middle of nowhere. You haven't eaten. You haven't drank really, you know, good water. But mm, I guess take a poop in it. I mean, like, that's how you feel. And you actually, um, what's the the guy's name that took a poop? Anyway, I don't know. I don't care. But I can give you a little bit of info that he made it to the finals of uh, Big Brother Over the Top but didn't make it. I'm glad for that because I don't think he would have made it. I don't think Jason would put up with that crap, literally crap. Um, also, Survivor. So, you know, what goes around comes around, Cherry Pie. And we saw Ozzy leave last week. What are your thoughts about Debbie getting backdoored? Bye, bye Debbie. Bye. I'm glad. I'm glad to see her go. I think she was getting way too cocky for her own good. What what are your thoughts on Debbie getting out of here, getting the heck out of the island? Oh, I totally agree. It was time. Really, yeah. She just thought she kind of ran the um, island and... Um, you know, you never get too cocky or too comfortable. I don't don't we know that in, in any of these uh different reality shows, once you start getting cocky and think you have it in the bag, it's usually when you get sent home. I mean, or you're at the bottom of the barrel. Um That was but I think that they played it well. Perfect display of a blind side. It was. A perfect display of a blind side. I am glad to see her go in the best terminology by Felicia. Um, I'm going to be playing a fun game of bye girl bye. Don't let the ponderosa door (laughs) hit you with a good lord split ya to say. And you know what? I I, I like Sarah. Sarah has been kind of like the pinnacle of a lot of these um tribal councils it's really come down to her in which way she sways she's had a lot of power i like her a lot i like the way she's playing i like that she promised herself that she was going to do completely different what she did last um time she played and as many times as we've seen players that come back say they're never going to play that way again She's actually doing it, Cherry. She's actually sticking to it, and she's going to do whatever is best for her game. And I think that it, she's showing it, right? That's right. I want to let you know, too, that we do have one of your guests on the switchboard. All right. Well, there, there's some topics that I wanted to wait on before I discuss them. I wanted to wait for our guests. So let's bring up our guests. Well, one of them. Okay, we have the beautiful Suzette Amaya with us. Hi, Suzette. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, girl. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Monday. We're happy to have you back, Suzette. 
I'm so excited that I can I know. Yes. You know what I was saying? In 18 days. 18 days. Oh, my God, I know. (laughs) 18 days till the Big Brother Canada finale. Um, There's going to be so much going on there, here, and everywhere. So you have 18 days to prepare yourself mentally and physically. Are you ready for the finale party? And I heard, like, the, uh, two days ago that Nikki and Tim are coming. No way. Oh, well, they would have uh, to, I think. But I don't know if they're going to come to the uh, Niagara. But the finale, that would be great. Why would they have to? They, they liked that a lot of the past uh, Big Brother can well, people you know, you finale? don't have to come. They do invite all previous house guests to come and, you know, sit in the audience. And basically it's kind of they go through the year and, and whatnot. But that's about it. I mean, people like to see the – it's sort of become a tradition, like the outgoing season. Well, I really hope that they make it to Niagara because, you know, that would be a lot of fun. They weren't able to come uh, last year. And I had the Tim hairdo, so I want to, you know, have a hair off with Tim. So Um, we're going to talk about Big Brother Canada 5. But, you know, we need to talk about something else, and we got to just get it out of the way. And I know all you people out there have heard about it, have seen it, have been to the tea party or the storybook time, and... Um, I just want to get your thoughts on it, Suzette, um, and see if you've heard anything about it. Um, and, and, you know, I don't want to get too much into it, but I know that we need to talk about it. We need to address it. Um, you know, it, it's depending on how you look at it, whose side you're on, it's a very messy, messy, messy situation. And I want to talk about um, the Tea Party um, with uh, James from season 17 and season 18. Um, he decided a few days ago that he was going to have a tea party and basically spill the beans about everything that's happened between him and Nat. I'm not very into, you know, kind of putting your all your kind of shit out there her shit, this one's like, I mean, we're talking about getting a lot of people involved, talking about charities getting involved. Um, and, and you're a motivational speaker. You know, you're, you've seen good, bad, and ugly. And, you know, what are your thoughts on this tea party, this basically just throwing everything that has happened in your personal life out there for the world to see? Oh, man. Well, I'm not a big fan of lateral violence, and I think that, you know, in his situation, he's had his heart broken. So he's definitely out lashing his tongue about his situation. And, you know, it's, you know, when people put their dirty laundry out there, like what are they trying to accomplish, you know? I think that there are some conversations you need to have in private, but because their relationship was so public, right, um, they don't really owe anyone, not even the fans, information about what's they're going, what's going on, right? Um, I don't think it's yeah. very healthy. I think that people will, he'll maybe regret it after because it gives kind of a bad taste in people's mouths on both both sides, right? 
And, I mean, yeah, you go on absolutely. Facebook, you go on Twitter, and people are always, you know, writing it. But you know what? The fans love it. They love engaging in it. They love, you know, and people like to see it. Like, if it's not in my backyard, then okay, I'm into it, right? But, you know, he he is he is a single dad, and he has a family. And, and you know, you think about their family and their friends. It's just kind of kind of sad, actually. It really is, and, you know, unfortunately, it didn't stop there. He put something out yesterday where he called it storybook reading time and revealed uh, Natalie's personal text messages between her and um, her ex-boyfriend's tweets and texts to each other. Um, it's starting to get really personal with personal stuff. And one of the things he stated was, you know, he didn't like the fact that people were going after the charity that he works for and they were going after his daughter and they were going after his family. And I kind of think he opened up that page to allow people to start talking about stuff like that. If you open up your life with intimate details like that, we all know in the media land, you got the haters, you got the lovers, and of course you got the Natalie fans that are going to come after and they're going to do it, you know, whichever way they seem fit for themselves. And I think that when you open up something intimate like that, it's kind of like you're opening up doors for anything, don't you think? I mean, did you really think people were going to just lay down and allow you to just put stuff out there and then not come after you? I don't agree with it, though. But yeah, you know, and you I think, think that you keep like, doing it? Yeah. you could take, like, legal action, right? Like, to cease and yeah, desist. Yeah, cease and desist letters. Stuff. Um, you know, it just, it's, I think it's very immature and petty. You you can expect something like this from someone who's, like, really not healthy and in a bad place. And I just think it, you know, it's just, it, it's not right, you know, and, um, I'm sure people are getting off enjoying it, but it's kind of gone to the point now when where it's creating a lot of drama online. It is. It's involving a lot of people, and it's involving the Big Brother family. And I I think it also affects the Big Brother, you know, name itself. Um, I if I could say, listen, people, don't watch the videos. Don't you know, put yourself in there to give him more of a podium. Um, I'll be honest, I watched it, and I'm reading the comments, and it's half and half, uh, Suzette. It's people for him and then people against him. There's no middle ground, you know. So even the people that are having her back, right, they're kind of giving him a podium to keep going on with this. And I think that... He didn't really think it over. I think he's, like you said, brokenhearted, and he's kind of just going off right now and not really thinking about the consequences of what he's doing, unfortunately. Well, also, too, that, like, he's sort of recently off his season, would you say? I mean, it's still kind of fresh, and people get whipped into this world. And I mean, I would imagine that 
Can you imagine, Michelle, like, we've been on one season. Can you imagine being on two seasons, how messed up in the head you would be? And then you've got a bigger family and then, like, more craziness going on. The paranoia would be great and just so many things happening. And the relationship is built in this reality world and you come out and you're still in it. Because every time you look on Facebook or online, you can't escape it. And so... He just doesn't, they both seem like they're just not in the right place right now. Yeah, I mean, I imagine, like, I was nine years ago, and social media wasn't as crazy. It wasn't as popular as it is now, you know. So I can only imagine, like, you know, doing a season that had no social media and then doing one now, and being like, holy cow, you have to have a very thick skin because there's people that will shred you and everybody associated with you to your dog or your bird or whatever. I mean, they're ruthless. And um, as much as we try to say to not engage, unfortunately, people engaged, uh, Suzette. You know, they engage with the negativity. And don't we all want positivity around us? We don't want yeah. no negative. There's not enough but, that in the world, don't you think? Yeah, and then people will see this as, you know, just like it's almost like being in the real life Big Brother outside of the house. You know, it's like the episode continues. You know what I mean? People want to know, and what happened next? Well, they're not in the game, and they're not in the house. So this is sort of that what happens next. And, you know, everyone's going to get involved, of course. And people are going to comment just as if they were still in the house or still in the game. And that's happened. Sometimes people, they carry on their lives as if they were still on the show. And you know, Michelle, that happens so much because alliances happen outside of the house. People kind of game oh, talk, yeah. and they don't get to know each other, and then they play it out on Twitter or social media, and then it's like the game continues. The reality of this world continues, and you're like, okay. Um, so we're getting a bit of that as well. Yeah, and the, the thing is it's like they're still playing a game, but there's no money at the end of it. I mean, maybe no, they're doing right. a publicity well, stunt to try like, to get back hello, in. Hello, your neighbors, your friends, your coworkers, your boss, like people that you socialize in real life, the charities that you, you're involved in, um, you know, the people that you've inspired, they're all seeing this too. So it's kind of weak, actually. Um, Leslie English in the chat room said, it's probably better to have somebody manage your account for a minute when coming out of the house. I think that's a good idea. You know, maybe just have somebody that, you know, can stay neutral or just kind of be like, listen, I'll respond to the positive, stay off of social media for a little bit, you know, let your brain relax and try to get back to, you know, normal society as much as you can. I think that's a great idea. Unfortunately, that's not what happens. The minute they get out of the house, they the first thing is, where's my phone? Give me my yeah, phone. Yeah, and then what happens is people take it personal because in, in the real world and as a viewer, some people, they love certain characters and they hate certain characters. You know, and I could just go on Twitter right now, and then people are like, oh, Suzette, uh, or oh, I loved her. So not everyone's going to love all the different characters on a show. And when you get out, people really take it to heart. And, and it's hard for house guests to detach themselves from what the people are saying because some of them really care. Me, I love the people who love me. 
people are dumb, I really don't care. I agree with you. Um, it is a game that we play, uh, and involving a game, you know, you kind of throw everything out there, you know, whatever you can try to get to for you to get to the end. Unfortunately, sometimes it's name calling, it's lying, it's joining a side that you're not about, and you automatically end up disliking somebody. I mean, like we're seeing in the Big Brother Can Five, you know. There's vets that came back, and I'm friends with all of them. If I say, "Oh, I, you know, I don't want to see Ica go," then I'm all, I'm against, you know, uh, the, the the six or whatever it is. And it's not like that because I was sad to see everybody go, you know. But unfortunately, people put you into this kind of category. Oh, you like Ica? Then you have to be against uh, Netta, or you have to be against this person. And that's not the way it is. Michelle? I mean, just because, yes. Would you yes. mind taking a call from a fan? Yes, I think that, you know, it's interesting to hear what a fan has to say about what we're talking about. Awesome. We have Jason from JTV. How are you, Jason? Fine. Hey, hey. Jason, how are you? I know that you're uh, very close to the situation. Yeah, I, I, I just, I just want to say, like, like, uh, like if it was like Michelle or anybody though, like, you can't have, you, you can't support a fan that's constantly harassing a reality person, you know, like a reality star or something, and and then feel that. Your actions are justified, especially when they're attacking a charity, family, friends, and you're like, I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep following, and I'm gonna like in the tweets, and you know, all this other stuff. It's just there's so much detail. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on with getting a charity involved, and like I was talking about earlier, they were talking about his, you know, his his daughter, and you know, I don't think that that's right. I don't think that anybody should involve that. But when you open up a door and you're putting all your personal stuff out there, that's what people do. Unfortunately, they go for the jugular, and it's easy when you're behind a computer screen, you know, to be able to say what you shouldn't be saying. You know, sometimes you should just think it in your head but not put it out there. And, you know, do you do you guys think that if you're opening up yourself and putting your personal self out there that it's going to come back to you in many ways more than what you want, you know, involving your family? I don't think it's right, but some people say, hey, touche. I I kind of think they should, you know, should just let it go. But I mean, the whole the whole thing is though is that, you know, there comes a point that where, you know, you have to you have to like not support fans that do stuff like that. Well, yeah, it's kind of hard, unfortunately, to know who says what nowadays. Uh, we all know that people make 
multiple accounts, and they're the same person, um, and they, in one breath, could say something good about the person, and then in their other Twitter handle could be the worst enemy. That's the problem that we have now. Um, yeah, we get a lot with, of crazy catfishes out there. Yeah, there's a lot of catfishes out there. And I, 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 like I said, you know, the first one was like, okay, that's interesting. And now it's like, ooh, like, you know, get, I felt kind of guilty watching it. I was like, oh, I mean, this isn't really good. I mean, this isn't getting any better either. And um, I think, like I said, if we put our foot down and not watch it, then maybe that can be a statement for all of us, but do you think that's going to happen, guys? No, no I think that not. this is a way that he's coping with what's going on because he feels that, you know what, um, I'm going to be a little bit vengeful and this is how I'm feeling and he's putting it out there um, because he feels like, you know, he, he's he been hurt and he's been, you know, he's probably thinking he's been made a fool, you know what I mean? Like, how did he not know? And and he had put invested his personal feelings and his life into this, right? And now he's thinking, well, you know what? Um, I have friends in the Big Brother family who like me, and I have fans, so he's putting it out for them, right? But, I mean, that's a double-edged sword, and now he's getting back what he's getting, and she is as well. So this is a really unfortunate thing that's going on, um, and, you know, this is actually the first we've ever really seen of something like this, actually. Yeah. And unfortunately, you guys, I think that it's not the end. I think that we're going to be seeing a little bit more of this, unfortunately. You know, hopefully uh, people around him are, you know, telling him that, you know, let's just enough is enough. You know, let's move on and try to get over what's happening and, um, I, you know, we'll just see what happens. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. Thank you, Jason, for um, give, giving us a call about this. Um, but I, I'd like to move on to Big Brother Canada. I just wanted to, you know, talk about this and real quick because I knew it was a topic and a lot of people have been sending me messages and stuff about it. So I just wanted to touch base on that. So. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about Big Brother Canada 5. Yeah. All right. So tonight is going to be uh, another show aired. So we're going to be seeing the HOH comp, and we're going to be seeing the uh, nominations. Uh, let's go back and let's talk about um, the eviction. And I'm very sad to see Aww. another vet go. Suzette, yeah. can you even stand it right now? Our boy Bruno was evicted from the house. Another vet bites the dust. I mean, I could have told you guys that the worst possible thing was for the vets to go after each other so early, and now we see it. What are your thoughts right now on the fact that the vets oh, man, are dwindling down? Bruno saying to Kevin, like, man, we suck at this, you know, like basically telling how, like, how did this happen? All of us vets are out, you know, and um, he was right, you know, he was basically tough. But Kevin was very hopeful, and he wasn't going to go out without a fight. I mean, I cried when he was evicted because I could see his wife there, and oh, man, that was heartbreaking because I really liked Bruno, you know? 
Um, I know. It was so sad to see him leave and from crying. Well, you know what I also was thinking, too? It would have been Kevin. It would have really. I know. He got lucky, didn't he? He got that very uh, lucky lucky secret veto. Um, But at the same time, Kevin and Bruno were sitting there talking and like like you said, they said that they really suck at this game, and they tried to talk to Ike and Dimitris to you know to try to figure out something. And I was thinking to myself, like, boys, it's a little bit too late. I mean, you guys all had a kind of a hand in getting out the vets, and didn't you guys realize it's a numbers game? And if you take out vets so early in the game, you guys kind of put yourselves where you guys now are sitting, right? I mean, don't you think it was kind of their fault? A hundred percent. You know, I think that, uh, you know, you, you look back and think about some of the characters. Big Deasy would have stayed there and worked with them, you know, or at least be a number, right? He was pleading and, nope, gone, right? Even 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 Gary was willing to work with Kevin. Nope, gone, right? And Cindy, like, you guys, what happened and they are all falling victims to these newbies. It's amazing. It is. And I talked about it earlier with Debbie from Survivor getting um, taken off the island um, in a beautiful back door because she was very cocky. She thought that she was sitting pretty. And, you know, the the the, the six thought that they were running the house and they were kind of like, you know, very comfortable and What's the number one thing that you should never get is comfortable? You never get cocky. You never feel safe. When you feel safe, you're going home. Done. Put a fork in it. You're done. That's that's legendary statements. I mean, everybody knows that. And it's ironic because it's the vets that fell to their own sword. You think that they would come back and say, I'm not going to let this happen again. You know, we need to at least get to this point, and then let's fight tooth and nail and see who the best of the best are. No, they yep. couldn't even get past week two. What happened? I mean, Why? Never, they could have just said, look, we're putting all our stuff behind us. We're going to stay solid no matter what. We're just going to live in the house, create some paranoia, but we'll always stay together and vote together. That's all they had to do. That's really all they had to do. But there was personality conflicts and distrust, so what can you do? Hi, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's easier said than done, but, you know, sometimes personal gets involved, and, you know, that could be your demise. Um, it really is sad to see these vets just taking each other out, and now guess who's sitting back? It's the newbies. I mean, we have... Yeah. Like, Dre's in a good position. Same with William. Uh, Even Dylan, you know. These are people that, uh, you know, I mean, Dylan, I thought he was going to be a long time ago, but he's proven to be a really great character, a super sweetheart, and he's still in there, a total likable guy. Yeah. I mean, he was definitely a target from the beginning. And, you know, you're never written in stone to be out of that house. You know, and it's all about not only winning competitions, but social game is so important. And we saw that with Cindy. She didn't have a social game with the people that were in the house once she took out Netta. That was her time to, 
you know, include people in what she did and feel like that they were a part of it. And, hey, let's start this new alliance. And I think, like I said, people get way too comfortable. Well, really, the thing is you can recognize is that that Aika and and Kevin are the ones who really built relationships with people in the house, more solid, whether it's Kevin with his, you know, physical relationship with William and Aika's showman. You know, they actually had, and that's that's what's what's got them this far in the game, and they've been playing very good. Yes, they have been winning when they're supposed to um, and doing what they need to do. uh, But unfortunately, uh, you know, only good things can last for so long. Um, So unfortunately, we saw Bruno go. I know I was probably not the only one out of all you people listening out there that was crying when he saw his wife, I was like, oh, God, I was so sad to see him go. You know, he really wanted to play the game, and I feel like if he would have just stepped away from Kevin um, and kind of built his own uh, relationships, as Kevin's been doing, um, he might have been able to stay. Um, but unfortunately, he was sent packing to the jury house, um, and um Talking about the jury house. Yeah. Uh, we finally got to see uh, Cindy driving up to the jury house, uh, and she got to walk in, and Netta and her finally had their first um, uh, appearance with each other, I guess, since the last time they saw each other. I was waiting for some more fireworks. Yes. They were so Canadian. It was so vanilla. It was just so like, where's the, you know what? I think that it was Netta had a little bit of wine, toned down those vibes, and it went swimmingly. So I was, everyone was hoping for drama, and it was a big disappointment. Let's just be honest. Yeah, it was very a kumbaya session. Um, Well, we don't know. There could have been a little bit more, but what we saw seemed to be very, like you said, vanilla. It was very... Yeah. Oh, you, you know, know, and sometimes very... the true feelings come out when you add a third and fourth guest's guest in the, in the um, you know, jury house. Then people start creating their alliances within that area. So then that's when it starts getting more dramatic. And in the first two people, you know you got to keep it civil because there's only two of you. But we'll see what happens, uh, you know, when Bruno gets in there. Maybe they'll be... You know, who knows? I don't know if we'll call it vanilla or if we'll call it Chardonnay. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> it might have been a lot of Chardonnay. Uh, well, and now that, that well, vanilla, um, you know, Cindy's really close to Bruno. They're very tight. And so they'll be hanging out. And I think I could just, I mean, I mean, um, you know, Netta, she's been in there for a while now. So they probably feel like, you know. Let's just mm-hmm. hang out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, you know, that's all they can do. But they I don't have think a job anyone's going back in the house. They're not going to do a triple eviction and then have a, a jury member come back. That would be just too much. Oh, it would be awesome, though. I would say, you know, three out, one in. Let's, you know, I, I think it would be fantastic. But um, the triple eviction is this week. And, um it's funny because one of the members of the house right now was taken out by a triple eviction, 
What do you think uh, Kevin is going to do when Arissa says, welcome to a triple eviction night? I think he might just shart in his pants. What do you think? <laughs> He's going to be like, no. He went on his season. He went home on a triple eviction. And, you know, He's a big target right now. He's sort of that odd man out. If anyone's going to go home, I'd put my money on him. Yeah, I think that one of the three evictions, especially, well, we know the first one isn't going to be him, uh, but the second or third one, uh, it's possibility that he's going to go out the door. Um, the other thing you got to think about, too, Suzette, is if I'm a newbie, right, and I'm over there thinking, okay, now you got to start thinking about the jury members. And the last thing you want to do is go to the finale with a vet because right now you have three vets in there. You've got Cindy, Netta, and Bruno. So you've got three vets, possibly another one. We'll talk about that. I'm disgusted. Anywho, yeah. three vets in there. That's three votes that will go towards a vet if that's how they're thinking. So if you're a newbie, wouldn't you be like, okay, I'm sending out the vets this week and, you know, whatever, the double eviction, send them out next because that's a possibility for them to win just because of the fact that they're vets. They might just vote for another vet to win, right? Well, that's funny because Dre, she's caught on to that, and she wants all the vets out. And she knows she's playing the game. She wants to win, and she knows that she wants to get the vets out. She's the only one who's thinking that way. Right, and she's kind of you put, putting the, you know, the planting the seeds in the other house guests. So they're wanting to kind of move along that train. I think that that's happening now. Yeah, you got to start thinking like that. I mean, you're at the point where now it's it's about you know, the jury. It's about whoever you plan on evicting, making sure that they're a vote for you. Um, that they don't hate you too much for voting them out. Um, but before we get to that kind of crazy stuff, let's talk about Bruno gets evicted, and then we see the HOH. Okay, so I'm watching the HOH comp, and the first thing I'm thinking to myself, like, it's a weight competition. It's holding weights up. I mean, uh, can we just say that Dylan, you know, hello, he's a heavyweight boxing champion, doesn't mean he's really good at weights, but you think that that was kind of meant for maybe Dylan to, well, to win, right? Well, I might find that the big guys, they, they're not very good at the endurances. It's usually the lightweights that are. They have less mass muscle to hold up, right? So, I mean, he's a big guy. He gets heavy on the arms. But someone with those little little arms, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it could be – I think it's like either way, too, because – they, you know, those little arms are fragile, too. You know, they can't, you know, do as much, you know, if it was holding up your own weight, maybe that would be good. But I was trying to think, like, sticking your arms out like that, you know, that would be really difficult. It would be hard. Think? I, would, I would start, like, shaking or something. I don't know. I love endurance comps like I that. I think you could do that. You'd be good at that. You're like a rock house, man. Well, thank you, Suzanne. Yes. I'd like to see how I am after nine years. I mean, I stood on a wall for four hours. I'd like to see how I would do in an endurance. Yeah, I think you'd feel that, yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? You're down all the way in the bottom. 
Then you get lifted up by a secret power of veto where you thought you were going and you, you, you got lifted up by the secret veto. And then you come back and you win HOH. And by that, I mean Kevin wins HOH. He needed to win it. I mean, he had oh, to. Oh, 100%. It was only yeah. him. I think he was by himself at that point, even, you know, he's got William a little bit, I guess. Uh, was this the biggest thing that happened for, um, you know, Kevin and his mentality and just mental state to be able to pull this win out? Suzette? How huge was that? It was huge because he was, you could just see him, like, feeling so, like feeling defeated. Uh, and he was on the block, and they know he knows he's going to go home. And then he was off the block. And then you could just see Bruno like, oh, my God. Like, when he said it was laughing, because um, William said, I decided not to use um, the power of veto. And you could just see Bruno like, yes, I have a chance. I'm staying in the house. And then it happens where mm-hmm. the secret veto was used and Kevin's off the block. And then you just see Bruno like, I'm screwed. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what an emotional roller coaster those boys must have went through. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, as we can say in any kind of game, one minute you're down and out, the next minute you're at the top. And yeah. that's why you've you got to play the game to the extent of it because you just never know, never, ever give up. I think we can uh, attest to that by seeing, you know, uh, what happened uh, last week uh, for Kevin. So Kevin wins HOH, and this is a big deal. I think that, you know, he needs to really think about what he should do um, nomination-wise. And, you know, um, he nominates Dimitris and Ika. I'll be honest with you, um, that I think that that was a bad move for Kevin's game. I'll tell you why. Because... Kevin is by himself, right? And obviously we know Kevin is a target once he's not HOH. So putting up Demetrius and Ika, wouldn't that be putting up targets that could be in front of you so that they're not just leaving you there by yourself as the only target? I mean, you break up the alliance of, well, you break up the, the love um, of Demetrius and Ika, um, there goes the target, and now everyone's coming after you. So I don't think that he should have done that. I think he should have put up uh, two newbies. Um, and, you know, he could have had a, a, a case to well, say Taryn Jack- because Taryn was crazy. Put, put up Jackie and Dylan or Jackie and Dre or somebody, you know what I mean? Yeah, Karen and Jackie. Yeah, I think would have been good. Yeah, and I know a lot of people said, you know, no, it was smart for him to do that, but you guys got to think about it. It's not about right now the numbers are down. This is where you got to start thinking about, you know, next week and the week after. And I think that, you know, keep putting up Demetrius and Ica is bad, okay, because now not, not only did he put up uh, the, the couple that had the target, but he put up the only remaining vet who's that. Well, and the thing is, he could have at least tried to salvage some relationships, you know what I mean? Like, if he was going to put up, um, he could have put up any of the other people and build relationships, but he's not building relationships. 
No. But I'm very sad. Michelle? Um, yes. Cherry pie? I have about a list of about seven questions already for you. So when you guys get ready, let me know. I've got chat room questions. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll have to get to those um, because I have a conference call at 8 o'clock that I forgot about. <laughs> so um, i just like to say that I'm hearing that the house is possibly, um, well, let's just put it this way. So Demetrius and Ike are up. Demetrius won the veto. Jackie is up, as I'd like to call her, the Red Black Widow. And um, so the house is going back and forth, and I think they're starting to turn to that. So I think they might might be taking Jackie out. I hope so. For yours and my sake, let's hope that Ica stays, okay? Oh, I would because love it if Ica would stay. That would make me so happy. I know, and we've gone through a lot. We have gone through the struggles uh, week by week of getting our people out. But, okay, Cherry Pie, let's uh, start with our first question from the chat room. Okay. We have, uh, these are from Big Brother Ant. Do you believe Demetrius has a special power from his POV win, like rumored? Oh. Um, I can, I'm going to answer that quick because I don't know about any rumored secret power. I might've missed that. I don't watch the live feeds guys. I'm sorry. And I try to do as much catching up with the blogs. Uh, so I have not heard any of that. Uh, Suzette, have you heard about a secret power that he possibly got through this veto? I haven't heard anything, but that would be kind of crazy. That would be, that'd be a little much, don't you think? Yeah, but I haven't heard any. Yeah. It would seem like very production if he did to save Ica. So I haven't heard anything, and I don't think that will happen. Okay, you guys already kind of covered um, Netta and Cindy being able to forgive each other in the jury house, so we'll skip that one because you are lacking on time. So let's go down to um, do you think Ica or Jackie will be evicted Thursday? It seems like it may now be Jackie going. Ooh, like I said, go. Ooh, yes, please. They don't want to piss. Let's give vibes. They don't want to piss off Dimitri, you know, and I think that that's the smart way to look at it because Dimitri has an opportunity to win HOH. And let's hope that that fear continues throughout the season right to the very end. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, um, it's not that I – I have to say, this cast, I like them all. There's not anybody that I'm like, oh, you know. But if I have to say the person that's at the bottom of my ranking list has to be Jackie. I don't know what it is. I I just can't find that feeling about her that I wouldn't mind her going. I wouldn't have no problem with her going. I'm, like, ready for her to go. She's got nine lives, and I don't know why. Um, you know, and I think I it has to do with the season. The season's been built on, like, alpha females. Like, put her in a different season where she can showcase, like, that she could pull out all these comps and that maybe put put her in a show mask. She's probably amazing. It's just the cast this season, um, there's a lot of strong personalities. Yeah, she seems very uncomfortable and, like, the oddball and and – I mean, she knows herself that whoever sits next to her goes. Whoever she builds an alliance with, 
you know, either turns on her or goes home. And I don't think she's been able to keep somebody on her side for such a long period of time at this point that she's just kind of like by herself at times, almost a lot of the times game-wise, and I don't think she can recover at this point. Um yeah. Getting into well, a when you don't have alliances, it just people just automatically don't trust you, and that has nothing to do with the personality. It's just that you haven't been playing the game. Yeah, right, or you've been playing questions. so hard. Okay. Um, who do you think, in your opinion, Dimitri should take on a car ride from the jury? Um, who Dimitri should take for a car ride from the jury? Is that the question? And he wins? Take on the car ride from the jury. Ooh, is, is there an option to I, do that? Wait, can I, is there, is, did he win something that he can take somebody from the jury? Is that? Hmm. Apparently so. Right, Suzette, I'll let you take that one. I'll let you take that one. Who's he taking Okay, if he has to take someone from the jury, um, who has the most pull? Um, I would say... Oh, see, everyone always listens to Netta, and they always have this Netta as a brainiac. So she would be good because she would get you the votes from the vets. She'd be more convincing, but she wouldn't care because she's friends with Ica. So maybe Cindy. Cindy, okay. So the win also includes a car ride, and somebody from the jury goes with him. Okay, so somebody from the jury gets to go with him, so he gets to pick somebody from the jury. Um, I would say maybe Netta, um, because she's been out of the game the longest, and I'd like to see where her head was at, um, and also what type of information she's learning from the jury members that are coming into the house, because he already knows kind of like what probably Bruno and Cindy have, you know, been going on, but Netta's been out the longest, so maybe he wants to just kind of figure out what's going on in her head and what she's thinking. Oh, good, good answer, good answer. I like that. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Bibi at one point told Dre and William they can no longer talk game in French, and now they're letting it go. Why do you think that is? Well, I think maybe they they recognize that there's more French people tuning in that are bilingual. Maybe that's why, or they're letting them do that because they're getting down the wire, and they can keep their conversations, you know, incognito. Wait, so wait, Cherry, are they telling them to stop talking French, or is that what they're they doing? They had initially told them to to knock it off and, no, and not talk game in French, but now they're letting it go. Um, I see no problems with it. If they have that advantage to be able to talk to each other in French, why not? I mean, isn't the, it's English and French that's the top languages of Canada, correct, Suzette? That's right. We're a bilingual country. So I think that's that right. they're probably letting it go because... You know, this is a country. I don't think that they should have a say. I don't think that they should have a say, right? I think that if they can talk in French, and that's just an added bonus for them. I mean, good for them. 
And the yeah, top question awesome. of the night is, who do you believe the three people will be evicted on Thursday? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think Kevin's going to be one of them. Okay, um, Kevin. Yeah, I think Kevin, maybe Jackie, and then maybe Dre. So Dre, Kevin, and Jackie. No particular order, but Jackie first probably. Hmm, okay. So I am hoping a million that Jackie goes first. Second, I'm going to say will be um, Kevin. And third, I will say, actually, you know what? I like your choices, Suzette. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go with Dre as well. I, I, don't, I don't know why, but I don't think that Dylan will. I, Karen, I don't think will. And I think Demetrius and Ika will pull it off back-to-back HOHs. Yeah. That's what I think. Okay. Um, Any more questions, Cherry Pie? I think that's going to do it for now. Nice. All right. Well, I have one more question. One more. One more. And then we'll have to wrap up the show. And Godfrey, where were you? Godfrey's probably... Sitting in the audience waiting waiting for this triple eviction to happen. (laughs) I hope he got the time slot right, the the, the time zones, whatever. Anyway, okay. So next week, you guys, just let you know, Suzette will be back. She will be running the show with Cherry because I have to do a charity event. So stay tuned for that. Um, I have a question for Cherry, and then I have a question for Suzette. Suzette wants you to go first, okay? Okay. I'm going to play this game. Marry, shag, kill. I want you to say, out of all of the Big Mother Five people, who would you marry, who would you shag, who would you kill? All right. Who would you marry? Okay. I'd marry Dimitri. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I would shag Ika and kill Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cherry, who would you marry, shag, and kill? Um, and this is just for fun. Don't be starting any shit out there, people. <laughs> <laughs> the one I would marry, gosh, I can't even remember his name right now. Michelle, you know, he's the welder guy. Um, he went early. Mark. Oh, Mark? Oh, I didn't no. know we were going on who's in the house now or in the season. No, <laughs> the entire season. Oh, man. Okay. I, okay, I, we'll go back to you, Suzette. We'll go back to you, Suzette. All right. So, Mark, you would marry. Who would you shag? Well, no, no. I'd marry Dimitri. I'd shag <laughs> Mark. And uh, I'd still... Ooh. You'd still kill Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Netta, okay, got it. Cherry, you're you're shagging Mark. Hey, woo, hey boys. Um, who would you marry? I said who I'd marry. So, okay, you're gonna marry Mark. Who are you shagging? 
Uh, gosh, I'm, my names are go- leaving me here. Um, Bruno. Oh, that's cute. Okay, Shag and, Shag and Bruno. Okay, and who would you kill? And I would kill... Oh, my goodness. I'm not the killing type. <laughs> I know, but it's just a game. Just for fun. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't know. Help me, guys. I feel like we should play the Jeopardy theme. Do, 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 do. All right, while you think of that, I'll tell you Yeah, you go ahead. Let me think. Okay. Okay. I will shag Demetrius. Hell to the yes. <laughs> I would marry Bruno because he's already a nice family man, and I love his wife. This is just a game. I think that he's just a nice guy, and I would kill Jackie because I hate spiders. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> okay, Dallas was the one that I was going to marry. Oh, yeah, Dallas. Oh, oh Dallas. Okay, not Mark. You're yeah. out, Mark. <laughs> oh, right, have you decided who who you're going to kill yet? I think you should kill Mark um, because you were going to shag him, I, and then you just threw him down. <laughs> I, no, I think I would shag ja- I would I would kill Jackie, too. She kind of gets... Ooh. On my nerves a little bit, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, sorry to bust out of this clambic stand early, but I have a boring um, conference call that I have to get to. Uh, but I like playing this shag, marry, and kill, and Me I feel like we too. should play it next time because I feel well, like it would change. And I'm going to send Godfrey some hateful, hateful emails. No, I'm just kidding. Um, these <laughs> and who's going to be with me next everybody. week? will be with you. Suzette Maybe will be we'll, here. Maybe we'll, I'll, I'll call. I'll figure it out. Give me a day. Suzette says she's going to figure it out. So she'll let you guys know. Um, but I will be back the following week, you guys. I love you. I love you, Suzette. And I love you, Cherry yes. Pie, so much. And I love you, chat room and listeners. Thank you for always being there. And please, please, Big Brother God, let Ica stay. Please. Yes, let Ica stay. All right, All right guys. Thanks so much. I got stuck here in the Midwest right now. Praying We're flooding for you, badly right Bye. Okay. Oh, gosh. Good girl. All right. Yes. Hey, Love you guys. Bye. Take care, Michelle. Hey, Take care, Suzette. I want to remind everybody to join us on Thursday nights for our Survivor Recap Show with Mike and the Mike, with Mike Albright at 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. He always has great guests. This week will be Billy Garcia. So make sure you're here for that. Mike and the Mike, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. We're going to close tonight's show with Ron, as we always do. I want to thank everybody who joined me in the chat room, all of our regulars who are in there chatting with me, asking questions and chatting away. I adore each and every one of you so, so much. Thank you so much for being in the chat room each and every week, chatting with me and having fun. And for those who listen to us in podcast, we adore you too. Here is Ron to take us out for the night. Everybody have a great week. Take care. 
And like I said, do pray for everybody that's flooding here in the Midwest. It's really bad. Highways are closing down. People are sandbagging, and some will be losing their homes. So please say a prayer for them tonight. Here's Ron to take us out. Good night, all. God bless. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's always a great one, especially with all of our wonderful listeners and our host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10. Make sure you join us again. We're here each and every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. That's it for tonight. Be kind out there. Good night, all.